Good day, good evening, good night, and welcome to our 160-something podcast. Since Janina is responsible for the podcast today, she's going to be able to check and tell us which day it is. And it's a good thing you can't see her because she's being absolutely disgusted. I mean, I don't think we should ever, ever do the podcast on camera anymore. Andrine, what do you say? We should really kill that idea. I well, I mean, it, it's not it, it, helpful. It's not even it gets helpful in the way of me doing what I normally do on these podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> well, blowing her nose. So, <laughs> you ladies are filthy. I hope everyone knows that. I don't I'm the mother real. of boys. I, I'm just, this is my life. <laughs> I know everyone thinks real is the hot mess of this podcast, but just so you know, the ladies are holding it down. <laughs> Oh my God! Is it really you that they think is a mess? Wow! I'm glad. What do you think it is, Andrew? Keep that going. I mean, well, (laughs) I mean, you don't tell these people his DMs is open and so are his legs. I don't know people to think I'm Christian. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. You're the only one with a basically an unlocked account. So get up Uh, in there, (laughs) y'all. So before I go any further, let me introduce my co-hostesses with the mostesses. And we, you know, because every day here at Real Tennis Podcast is Black Girl Magic. And isn't today a special Black Girl Magic Day? I'm telling you, ladies of colors are showing up and showing out. Even men of color, too. But, you know. Where are they at? Mikhail Yamir. <laughs> we got lots of, don't worry. They're all here. <laughs> but let me introduce Andrine from Soli Tennis Travel. I think she's not traveling right this second, but who knows in 20 minutes, she might be jet set into someplace. <laughs> this bitch just be like, oh, I'm sorry you were worried about the fires in LA. I'm not there. <laughs> Listen, I keep, I let people know where I'm at subtly through Instagram. <laughs> I was oh just telling God. a friend that now. She was saying the same thing. She's like, we had, I had no idea where you were. So I didn't know whether to be worried about anything that was happening. Which I was like, I think I've succeeded in doing exactly what I intended all my life. Where in the world is Andrine? It's like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where the hell? Let me give y'all a little joke, people. You know, so Friday, I'm doing my workout, trying to get my stripper body together because I'm trying to snatch a man. I'm telling you, that's the end goal. (laughs) Anyway, so we're, I'm at the gym working out. I got a call from Janina. It's six o'clock, six. 30 no 6 15 i was like bitch what the fuck are you doing like <laughs> it's too early to be calling me at this hour so she's like do you not hear about the fires in california and i'm like it's california it's always on fire like it's, <laughs> so insensitive uh, but she's just like no it's on fire in la and we don't know whether or not andrean is there and she gotta be up i say well call her so she was just like i don't want to call at this hour i'm just like well I if I'm know. dying, you better call. <laughs> so she says, I said she gets up early, but I'm like, she doesn't get up like three o'clock early. So I said, you know what? Anyway, if you don't get her, if she doesn't text during the federal match, then you should be really worried. <laughs> and sure enough, it's 6.30. Guess who gets up? And she's like, <laughs> federal match is about to start. And she's just like, oh, I'm in Philly. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> we were worried thinking you're on... <laughs> You're about to die. I mean, that totally cut in my coffee time. But you know what? I have to say, I came home and um, the air quality is pretty bad. 
So um, I've, I see the reason why everybody's got masks on. Um, I, it was a little bit... Oh, people too- are walking around like they live in China? Yeah, some people are doing that. And also, it just smells bad. Um, just felt like, you know, burn, burning. But um, I, it was a little bit further from us, maybe like 20 minutes from us. But it keeps getting closer. At one, at one point, you all are going to check in and it'll be like, yeah, it's time for us to bounce. We should actually probably come up with an evacuation plan. I was just going to ask if you have a plan. Don't actually. We should oh, figure out where we should rendezvous. <laughs> Okay, uh, please, everyone tweet to Andrine possible <laughs> evacuation plans for escaping the fires in L.A. Because well, clearly she's what, not like, capable of doing it herself. But she'd already have one. You know what? Remember when I was doing, remember the back in the day, I think maybe like a couple months ago, I was doing research on like um, emergency disasters and I was trying to get together like a whole kit. And <laughs> But I feel like, listen, it's not just us. Every U.S. city, city should probably come up with a plan. If she's well, going down, where are you I going? in my backyard okay but you, but you know what's it's crazy when i lived in the caribbean we all had an emergency kit like you know you had to have flashlights you know i have to have batteries and you know like to have like canned food on hand and like you know extra fuel or something you know in case you have to but when i moved to us i was like well i don't even think i have a flashlight <laughs> i know i know i couldn't i, I, I couldn't find a flashlight if you i know i couldn't and mind you I had a situation where when Hurricane, well, Superstorm Sandy happened, where like everything was down and you couldn't, you know, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> this this is so American of all of us. This I know, horrendous. But, We're like, but it is true. But it's true. And, and you know, and I am, because, and they're constantly talking about evacuation, emergencies or whatever. Let me tell you how bad it is. I am much more aware of emergency um, natural disasters everywhere around the world, except in America. Okay. I know there's happening in Japan, what's happening in Southeast Asia. But... I mean, there are a couple schools, so I'm assuming they'll probably rendezvous at a school. But, you know, these things only work in terms of my budget if it's like a two-day event. If it's a two-day <laughs> event, then it's a nice little escape <laughs> to a hotel. But if it's more than that, I mean, it's like time to roll up at my friend's like, couch or something. Thing... But people never talk about when it comes to evacuation and these emergency sites, whatever. They don't talk about whether these places are actually secure because a lot of times There's these emergency about a high sites, school, it's exactly, <laughs> exactly, is that they're not even people can barely evacuate if there is any emergency at the school and not natural. You understand what I'm saying? They're having problems getting people out when there's like a fire alarm or like oh, as okay. we know now school shooting. But anyway, you made, you made a good case. I need to come up with an evacuation plan because I do, do live in the state of California. As do I. <laughs> As do all of us. But anyway. Our plan should just be to go to Janina's. Apparently. Yes, come. <laughs> How are you doing, Janine, in Farron, Ohio? I mean, I'm fine. I'm watching the Browns as we record. Fuck up another game. Oh, isn't that? It's Cleveland Browns. Oh, my God. I now made a connection. Football. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Andrew. Well done. I am super proud of you. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, though, I don't follow football that much. I just thought y'all were just interested in the Buckeye, the Ohio State team, no, and I not know. the actual professional Ohio team. Is a sports state for sure, but it's mostly I college. The only thing I know about it is: Do the Cleveland Browns wear um, um, brown and um, orange kits? Yes. Okay. They, do. they have a nice looking kit. That's what I know. Yeah, it does look nice. <laughs> That's how I judge my team. Always yeah. look cute. Always look Always cute. Look cute. 
For sure. Oh my God, can I tell you though, just a perfect example of like living in a sports town. So I was checking out the um the local gallery, um, which was a place I went to in high school and they've completely rebranded the gallery now in Philly. So I was going to check out to see the new shops. This man, this security guard saw a man walking around with a cowboy shirt. And can I tell you, he laid into that man for a couple Imagine days. like a Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, he went after him. Listen. <laughs> Okay, so last night I'm at dinner with my son's soccer team. The biggest rivalry when we're talking the NFL in this area is the Cleveland Browns and Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm sitting across this man who's like head to toe Steelers gear. And we're talking and I like him, you know, dad from another from our team. And then I then something just clicked and I said to him, why are you wearing that? And everybody just started laughing. Like, that's totally acceptable, Andrew, and that's what we do. <laughs> no, it was. It was so funny. And I, I was like, why did it go? I thought they were, you know, you know how like the you know two black men go, they scream and I think they're I think they're fighting, but they're actually joshing. So I was like, wait a minute, what's what? And then I looked and he was like, he's legit coming at him because he decided to wear his cowboy gear. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. You have to be careful where you wear that stuff. Like, you better not. You better not come near this area wearing some fucking University of Michigan shit. Oh, shit. Ohio State has a whole song about how they don't love. There is a song that the marching band plays that says, we don't give a damn about the whole state of Michigan. Mm. It's big deal. We should probably move on. I know, but it's good to know. But you see, but you see, do you see, do you see how other sports handle rivalries? It's, it's so much more fun than tennis. It right here, is, right? Look at this. This is like whole cities, whole states. Yes. <laughs> meanwhile, I'm here thinking that the whole rest of America don't really give a shit about Ohio and Michigan because y'all didn't deliver for Hillary. <laughs> no, listen, sports are a whole different ball game. Whole different ball game. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Fucking asshole. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So we have a lot of things. We could celebrate black girl magic and, you know, just, you know, wonderful people of color magic. But we are a whole ass tennis podcast. But you know what? We do our own thing. Congratulations, Simone Biles. You're the baddest bitch out there. Just baddest out. bitch. Baddest. <laughs> You're how badass. The fuck you go out of, how do you go out of bounds four times and still win? <laughs> By a big margin. That's, that's because, a bad bitch. That's because your point level is so freaking high. Exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. Risk reward you see that's like when you take a final and you've done enough extra credit that even <laughs> you like, lost significant points here. the teacher's like it's 100 points <laughs> you put your name on this paper correctly you pass but you know what some of the most impressive stuff that she does is actually for me on the balance beam i don't think people appreciate how narrow a balance beam is <laughs> And they're just up there looking like they're taking a stroll on the fucking sidewalk and dancing. And I'm like, no, just get Oh my God. I mean, I'm not lasting up there for 10 seconds, maybe not even five. (laughs) Are you, are you compared? Are you like one of those crazies that come up to Serena? Are you comparing yourself to an athlete? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Listen, I don't know any. I, I, you know what? That's interesting because I would love to see a professional athlete get on a balance beam and what can they do? I would love oh, to see that. They do have that actually. You can go on YouTube. Of course, and they you have, know that exists. No, but it's really, it's really, really difficult because yeah, just because your natural, your natural inclination is to put your feet together 
as you're standing still and you can't do that. You'll fall right <laughs> over. I you know what just like for some perspective I heard um you know because we relate everything to cell phones these days the su- the balance beam is about as wide as your phone. Imagine just doing no, 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 all the no. stuff on that. It's as wide as a VHS tape children. If you can remember that those VCR tape that's how wide it is. So you have I'm to not stand doing it. anything. <laughs> so was this on like regular TV? It was no, on the Olympic channel. Yeah, it's four inches wide. Mm. It's not that. Oh, you mean as wide? Okay, I, I see what you mean. I was looking at the phone the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> that would be even more scary. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that perspective. I've just been catching it on um, Twitter feeds. So yeah. um, that she looks amazing. Congratulations amazing. to her. And she's in shape. Wonderful. And it's really difficult to come back after one Olympics and be that. Um, consistent and strong, but Still she's making she, up new tricks. But exactly, I think that that is where she is ahead and tails above the other ladies. It's because she's skill set. Yeah, she is improving. She keeps on improving and pushing herself, and that makes the difference. Well, you know, but, she does like Roger Federer. But <laughs> hey, the best I have no are. idea if that's true. I just totally <laughs> feel that shit in there. <laughs> Only the best people do. But. <laughs> Rest assured, Russia and, and, and China and all the other places, Simone Biles will be retiring after Tokyo Olympics. So you can get your sport back, which I know is what you oh, have. You know what's so funny? It's so true. So, you know, my favorite sociologist, Tressy, she tweeted, can't play tennis no more because Serena ended it. Can't play gymnastics no more because Simone closed it. Just take Amen. all the things, y'all. <laughs> take all the fucking things. She's like, it's just ping pong on that ribbon stick. That's what <laughs> I was just thinking the ribbon stick in my head. I swear to God, I was thinking that. <laughs> Wait, what What happens when we get an all-black uh, shuffleboard team? <laughs> I'm telling you, the conservatives will be right into Jesus and say, come right now. Come now. Take the wall. The rapture is on lockdown. It's going to happen in five minutes. <laughs> And then somebody quickly followed up with that tweet that said Coco just won her first title. It's on. <laughs> I mean, oh and, my and here's why. It's not just Simone. It's two um, black sisters from England won medals yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chinese are winning medals. There's a black guy, Joe Fraser from um, England. He won a gold medal on parallel bars. Oh, and- I saw that. If we I was wondering how tennis, the English were winning things. I was like, your mayor. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Well, the English <laughs> are winning things because they're allowing people of color to get on that team. <gasps> Snap. Okay. Um, so let's um let's take our detour from Black Girl Magic. Woo, woo, woo. I experienced some myself. <laughs> um to um, you, can we no, I want you to talk about that. Um, if anyone hasn't stalked Andrine's Instagram page, she, you know, every once in a while, just like she shows up in another country or city or state. Every other week. She also shows up with like, you know, rubbing elbows with the black elite people of the world. Talk about it. Go ahead. You set it up. Tell us all about it. Humble there brag. Two, humble there, brag like Federer. I'm going to do a humble brag. There are two yes. people that I met these last two weeks that I've wanted to meet. And I'm, I was ecstatic about both. I went to the live taping of Here to Slay in Los Angeles with Roxanne Gay and Tressie McMillan Cotton. And I went up to her and said, Tressie, you're my favorite sociologist. I have to have a picture with you. <laughs> and she's like, you're a real nerd. Favorite sociologist. 
because we all have one a favorite sociologist. exactly listen find your own i know you do so- i mean have the crazy pot andre don't even have others to compare to <laughs> funny thing is i was um so my you know i always bring my sister to be these with these things so she's like my personal hype woman she went on she like told her about this podcast she told her about the other nice i love it we're always here for a point thanks yeah always and then um and then i was doing a separate work project and we were able to have as one of our guests ava duvernay and it was as great as you thought it would be. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> she was very sharp. She was on a panel with um, one of the very first, um, it's Black Girl Magic Week, one of the very first Black computer scientists that received a degree from MIT. And my current supervisor, who is also a Black engineer, um, computer engineer. And it was just like a fantastic conversation about um, Blacks and technology and um, the limits of technology and criminal justice system. It was a really, really good conversation. Hopefully we'll be able to, um, I'll be able to show a video of it so you can take in all the glory of um, okay. Ava and Latanya together. About, I was about to say, if it's yeah. not on YouTube, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to get it out to the world. because oh, We would be happy to use this platform to do it. <laughs> I know, right? Can you imagine? But no, it was just one of those, like, it was one of those really, really great work weeks. And, you know, sometimes you're looking around and you're, like, trying to find inspiration. Bitch, I don't, I don't have know. work weeks like that. So how do I? <laughs> it was an inspiring work week, you know? I mean, there are two women that whose work I really respect, and I and it was wonderful to meet them. And they were friendly in person. Good to know. It's good to know. That's the worst, right? When your thieves <laughs> fuck up. So disappointing when they turn out to be major assholes. And they do. I mean, I feel bad for all those Serena fans that run into her. <laughs> I'm not even going to say. She's not nice. I, I know. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't complain, but I've ran into both. And I uh-huh. It wasn't. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it ain't all cracked up to be Y'all kids. are Jeremy. Y'all are Jeremy. <laughs> But so, I mean, we might want to talk some tennis. Congratulations, Andrine, on, you know, living your best life. I actually, I'm pretty sure I sent the picture of you and Ava and all of the black girl magic to Tony. And I was like, I want to be Andrine when I grow up. But honestly, I was so happy. I was like. I am just like so happy for her because I know this but, is amazing. So here's and, the thing. That picture, because of that picture she took with Ava, I was like, surely this bitch is in California. Nope. <laughs> she flew out to Philly the next day. <laughs> you know what? That picture was taken in DC. <laughs> we can't see? keep up. We you can't see what keep I'm up. talking about. That's exactly because I was just like, what? And she was just like separate lies. But it was fun. It was wonderful. And um and and it's because of that. That I have been um, scoreboarding more tennis than anything, to be honest. I'm gonna hey, you get a pass. Else. I know, right? You are forgiven. Tell us. We are, but listen, it's like everything that's happening in Asia right now. It's all controversial. I would be sleeping. I mean, I was sleeping. I didn't want to touch it. <laughs> you, hate, you hate this time zone. Future I tennis. You know, Janina, don't deal with future tennis. Not futures so tennis. Hard. That's a different concept altogether. She's not interested in futures tennis. She doesn't get future tennis when it's happening 12 hours or more ahead. Oh unless God, it's, it's so in hard. Melbourne. That's the only future tennis she's That's interested so in. That's so hard. 
It's so well, hard. we're keeping the theme going with Black Girl Magic. Um, yeah. Looks like Osaka did some things. Yes, she, she did, did all of the things. <laughs> she just went, she was just like, I'm here. You bitches thought you forgot about me. Well, I'm here. And I'm snatching your faves and your faves and your faves. <laughs> you know what? I'm winning all the trophies. So she won a trophy in her hometown, Osaka. Osaka. <laughs> She's hanging out with Kay and making Kay feel like a million bucks. They seem like they're having a good old time. I don't think they're a couple, but they're having, they look like a really cool friendship. Which is but a you lot know what? That- I, I have to say, Kay was looking hot in that Insta. Oh my god, yeah, I'm so glad he didn't smiling. open his mouth because he was like, no, he didn't smile. <laughs> he did smile, but he didn't show his teeth. <laughs> I that... was like, Kay, well, you know, I always been sweating Kay, so it's not it's news true, to me, but I was true. like, the glasses, mm-mm, and he the shoes. Looking, yeah, you're looking like a million bucks. He looked like he reads some things. <laughs> <laughs> He looks great in glasses, doesn't Which he? Which is very difficult to convince me a tennis player and a male tennis player read anything. No, I know. It's so hard. Uh, <laughs> so Osaka won two titles. She won the title in Osaka, and she also won the title in Beijing. Back-to-back titles. And wow. so if she she's not... Oh, for the rest of the year. Yes, yeah, she can. Well, she could do like Serena, who I think qualifies for the year in the championship. Doesn't go. <laughs> do you know what's great about that? Everyone's uncertain about whether she showed up because I think she's listed on a program somewhere. <laughs> oh my god! And she showed herself on a tennis court, so she's practicing. So maybe, just maybe. Right, you know what? Maybe she'll go. She needs to go. She needs to fucking play. But what was the last <laughs> time I mean, she I showed up? A goddamn thing, but just live her life. I don't know. Oh, she's living her life. Is la- when is the last time Serena showed up at the World U.S. Final? Open? Twenty thousand oh. years ago. No, no to the oh, U.S. Final. Fifteen, fourteen, fourteen. <laughs> 14. She ain't going. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Can so I tell bad. you? Can I tell you? That's so interesting. I mean, that's such an interesting dynamic, right? It's like the person qualifies. It's not like she's not qualifying. She's qualifying. And she's like, I'm opting out. Can you imagine the disaster on the, on the, the ATP, ATP side if your top qualifier was like, eh? I mean, they have, to do a, they have to do a whole song and dance, right? They got to show Well, no doubt. No doubt. No, he makes a big deal out of it. You don't have to do that. But Nadal (laughs) does that. You know, most of the players does that. Federer, on the other hand, I know people hating on Federer. He comes, he says, I'm injured, takes his beating, pack his shit up, and go home. Okay? (laughs) Except for the time that he walked out and didn't do that. I know. Well, he tried. Well, I think he had to beat Stan (laughs) because of Merka, right? He would have taken the L. But Merka, don't show her ass. And he can't. And he got to be a good husband and back his wife up. Right? (laughs) You that can't. was an epic match. Exactly. Epic. That was one of the best World Tour final matches ever. Um, no, but I, I love was... it. I mean, I I mean, I think it gives all for me, I've always thought it was great because it gives all the other ladies a, sh- a chance, right? It's like I'm Serena is like, like I don't great know why Serena opts out. She's like, like listen, listen. Like, <laughs> The the downside of it is that you never get to see her show up in outfits, right? So you don't get that whole picture, you know, know, the iconic picture. I don't know why they're mad because when she shows up, nine out of ten times she wins the damn thing. So just be (laughs) like, she don't show up. You got a chance to win that money and those points. I don't know who's complaining about that. I don't know why. No one's complaining except for the people that are missing her and want to see her play. But the reality is, when was the last time Serena played after the U.S. Open in general? She doesn't. She just doesn't. She shuts shuts it down. And everyone should be used to that by now. I I think what you have to do is just call it. It's a non-event after. I love this season, though. This season, everyone's like, what? 
where, how? You know what I mean? And here's the thing. Everyone is always sweating Serena present. And then while Serena is there, they were like, don't study Serena. There's a whole tour of other women to care about. <laughs> and then... You can't win for losing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, make up your mind what you want us to do. I feel like when I follow the WTA, I feel like I'm like a child and, you know, their parents are fighting and they're like, go here. No, go here. Go, go here. And just like, um... Okay, I'm just gonna go to my room and just leave me alone. You know, it, it it there isn't a unity in the song at all. It's just a hot mess. But in other winners, Sabalenka defended her Wuhan title. She beat Alison Risk. Mar- I, I don't want to say. I think she has a hyphenated name now because she's got married recently. Yeah. So um, got married. Alison Risk. Oh. And I think Van Utvang won Tashkent, but we don't care. Mm-hmm. And then Tan Jing. Um, Peterson, um, Peterson beat Heather Watson. Who was gonna oh, go? I, know. Um, I was hoping. Can I tell you? I was hoping that Heather, um, Heather that. was gonna take that title because since like two people were watching, I thought it would be the perfect atmosphere. <laughs> Andrew, really, <laughs> really. Anyway, in other oh. news, for Heather's sake, Heather is back in the top one hundred, so she can, good for her. So she's easily into the Australian Open draw. Um. I, you know what? I always want good things to happen for her. I don't necessarily Why? remember her tennis minute much. I don't really, you know. One time I saw her, I liked her in person, and that's I mean, still. because she tries really hard. She really she works hard. She really works hard. But it's just that, and I, I love I, her I, mother. I love her yeah. mom. So anytime she's around, we get to see her mom. So that's good news. <laughs> Listen, you just... find whatever reason to gravitate towards a, a pair. Exactly. A pair. I sure don't like a lot of players because of their parents. Just saying. So. <laughs> No, it was good. So, it was good to see that that she was coming. You know, it was so great. I mean, what's what was what was nice about it was to see like the British journalists hype up someone else besides Andy Murray for a change. Like they're like Heather, So I mean, I was <laughs> she was able to deliver. Yeah, so she's That's back nice. in the finals for the first time since 2015, I think it is. Oh wow. wow! So she's been really been struggling, you know, to get any momentum going. So hopefully, this is the start of good things. And Heather, and may you get that. That beat Serena energy you got in 2015. Bring that back again for these oh, smaller fries on the tour. And since 2015, since she's been excited. But you know, I think she what? had a little bit of injury issues and then she had some coaching changes. Um, speaking of, whatever happened to the other British player? Is she coming back? Which Lauren. One? Um, I know you're talking about Lauren, somebody, right? Yeah, the one that had hand injuries. What's her name? She's always been so great on Twitter, but I just haven't seen her in a while. But why worry? We have two British players that are doing well. And Kyle Edmund is one of them. What'd you say? And Kyle Edmund is not one of them. No, Conta is doing very well for herself. <laughs> <laughs> but on the men's side, Alex Diminau won Zuhai over Manorino. I was hoping Adrian could have taken that, but unfortunately he did. Mm-hmm. Um, my boo, Pablo PCB, Pablo Corina Busta, Juan um, Chen Du. He and... won a title? Yeah, he did. Yeah, Pablo's been doing better. He's been doing better. He's trying to make himself a hardcore player, so he struggles, <laughs> but he tries. <laughs> he, so he... Hey, congratulations, Pablo. I'm telling you. He's collecting a nice check. $30,000, I think it is. Mm-hmm. $30,000 and... for a title? What do you think? Two fifty be paying out a million dollars? Two fifty, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, hey, Len, Pablo win five hundred. 
That's a great amount of money for Pablo. Leave Pablo alone. He's got he can take you deal. for a proper dinner. This is good. I mean, good. red lobster, it is for real. This right. Time. Get the biscuits. You can't get a lobster, though. Wait, 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 wait. You think somebody's going to win $30,000 and take me to red lobster? Uh-uh. Yes. Listen, there's still savings. You know how much taxes yes, come out of that? No, I'm sorry. He's lucky if he takes home 10 <laughs> Are you gonna go like Red Lobster? You might as well take me to Subway. Fuck no. I'm a classy bitch. I am a classy bitch. You can no, get double I'm meat. Happy I'm Subway. happy to see PCB on the upswing. I, you know, I. You're I nasty, like, Janina. You're nasty. I know. I feel like PCB recedes into the background, but I like him being in the background. I like to see him <laughs> peeking over the edges. <laughs> and Dominic, um, Typically, um, it is Novak who's in Beijing and Dominic, I think, in Tokyo. But I think they switched it around. And Dominic took Beijing, beating Stefanos in the finals in three sets. Mm. Novak showed up in Tokyo trying to get that K energy because K decided to shut his season down. You know, y'all be dragging Serena about shutting season down early. But I don't think K Bailey (laughs) passed Basil. No, I mean, K shuts his season down four or five times a year, so we're totally used to this. <laughs> no, but I think it's totally logical. He's got some weird hand thing. He says his hand keeps getting numb. Oh, shit. That sounds like a neurological issue. Please go see a doctor. And, yes, <laughs> and, and I think he's putting all of his energy into um, in the Tokyo for the Olympics. <laughs> Because if Mario he get into Olympic gold medals, anybody can get it, right? Anybody. Listen, the basics that is Murray. <laughs> oh. And Novak. Can we now, talk about Murray? Well, we're gonna get there. And Novak took out um, Millman um, to take the Tokyo title, and wow, then he shot it. Talk about a get. Oof. I know, right? Who wants to face Millman? Millman. Well, not Federer. Okay. Oh, you can get to the final. Touche, touche, <laughs> touche. I don't want Millman to get upset with me. You know how these Aussie boys get on Twitter. <laughs> and just a little FYI, Tommy Ribeiro lost today in qualies. Wow, saying. still trying, huh? I'm not over the U.S. Open, Tommy. Stay That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we don't want to see you in, in any main draw anyway, ever, ever, ever again. Ever, ever, <laughs> ever. ever? So, and Medvedev um, today won his second Master Series for the year and I, second in a row. I'm going to love him. You mm. are? I mean, what I'm already win? loving what him. Is, oh, did he win? What, what was it? What did he win? Rome? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati. He acted yeah. like... The Can vi- I tell you? Yeah. I completely blanked on Cincinnati. <laughs> 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 it's easy to do when everybody loses. You know what? You know, ever since Nole won... Cincinnati, it's been a mess. Anybody is winning in Cincinnati the shit now. Show. I yeah. know. So it used to be a classy event. I know. The joint. <laughs> <laughs> and they let Janina in the press room and it all went to shit. <laughs> man, well, man. it could be that too. When Janina got to the press room, it was just like, okay. Well, Janina introduced everyone to Quake Quake, so it's all good. <laughs> Um, uh, but so, I tell us why am, you because he is embracing his role of the villain and I am here for that. He's like still doing the, let me hear the noise and fucking with the crowd 
and feeding like off the, of the that. He's always 100% on the other person's side. <laughs> you know what? But he is feeding off of it. He's acknowledging it. He's not acting like he doesn't hear it. He's like, yeah, fuck you. I and hear he's it. Not and I'm telling them, I need you to love me. He's not That's saying, right. I need you to love me. I, I, I as long as he doesn't move love down it. the no-lay road, I'm okay no, with that. Not, because I, no. he needs to just embrace the fact that when I watch him play a match, except for when he, if he plays Rafa or something, He's always going to be the person I want to lose. So. <laughs> well, listen, we've chosen the next gen we want to see. Nobody's checking for Medvedev, except for, you know, tennis. Well, Medvedev is checking for Ten- himself, and that's cool probably all your face. Tennis so. cool kids are checking for Medvedev. I'm, like I said, I'm hoping that Medvedev is a transition period guy. I'm hoping that Medvedev grows into his head because it's really odd sized and no, looks it's funny. Just by, it's because he has a comb over. You're not supposed to be 22 with a comb over. It's really weird, and I he's like so him, incredibly skinny. I need him to bulk up. No, he's a little thin, but I'm not a fa- like the thing about Medvedev. Which listen, I I totally appreciated him after the U.S. Open, the fight back with Rafa. Although you should have taken that, and then I would really love you. But you know what are you gonna do? Um, and then. I think really the only person who handles Medvedev is apparently Federer and Rafa, right? <laughs> Except when Federer doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, well, but, Medvedev no. capitalized on the fact that the players don't know how to come to the net. Yes, he does. Although he did the- that perfectly fine when he was playing Nola, remember? He was like, well, <laughs> I'm about to come to the net more well, than he I know knows, they do. Well, he has a lot of tennis acumen that I think the other player yeah, lacks. and smart. He- He's very yeah. smart moving around the court and knows how to harass the other players. Yeah. Because the thing about it is just like, and one thing I have to appreciate is that if you decide to be an asshole across the net, Medvedev can go there with you. <laughs> you know, like, he's My not, with Medvedev, he's not though, willing is... to be, he's not going to be distracted by any of that sort of mess. I, no, I do, I do appreciate he, He's got a I, mental trash in his head. He's ready for the mental trash too. That, that's helpful in tennis right now. Right. right? Helpful to have like a bit of a junk baller in you. And he's the queen of junk balls. Um, I'm not a fan of Medvedev per se, but I don't mind him being the transitional person into somebody great comes along. <laughs> well, you're going to be really fucked if he is the next great. Okay. So you might want to consider it. I don't, listen, well, you know, the, this, I don't, is, I am, this I, is the thing about the ATP. Listen, wh- whoever is coming on that train it. next, I'm not paying tickets to see them. So, <laughs> no matter who it is, huh? No matter what. What I if mean, it's what if it's Alex Alaseme? Blah blah blah. If it's Felix, Felix you're gonna pay to see him? Felix? Oh, yeah, Felix! To, listen, I'm. This is my wish. I'm hoping Felix sneaks up in there between all the nexes and snatches everybody. That's my wish. And just if discredits that whole generation. Just kind of like I just want to be like just kind of like how Medvedev is doing now. Like everybody's checking for Stefanos and um and Al and Sasha and all of that, and that's cute. I love them. They're cute. I like to see them. They're I've been I've gotten to know them, but I don't have strong affection for them, so it doesn't really matter to me. Medvedev is good, um, but I just don't sense that Medvedev is going to be the type of person that's going to get a whole gang of people to be excited to watch tennis. I just no, just, he's not. You know, Unless, he's fine. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, it, he needs a gang with him, right? He needs like you know, a gang of others that will do, yeah. you know, that'll be interesting to tussle. Maybe with. he and Curios should play doubles. 
I know. I know everybody's like, we really, really wanted, somebody tweeted, we really wanted Curious, but we got Medvedev. And I was like, well, well you know, what are you going to do? Nothing. You're not <laughs> going to do a fucking thing. But, you know, again, I'm here for it. I like it. I like I like having a villain on tour that really accepts the role of being the villain. I'm just I've saying he's showing up and he's showing out. And I think for a long time, we've been challenging these young children to show some level of consistency. And he might not be the fave that you want, but it's a fave that you get and the kind of fave you That's deserve. Hmm. Because the other motherfuckers didn't do their job, okay? I think um, Medvedev looked around and he was just like, look, somebody needs to step up because there's a lot of free options on the table, right? Because he's winning the title, you know? So there, yeah. is, there is money and titles to be had. He's definitely not a one-off. Exactly. People like Sasha should be far more consistent out here. But you know, Sasha is gonna find something to tell me. Oh, the clouds are too sc- too cloudy today. I'm not feeling myself. <laughs> well, Sasha's oh, so, Sasha's you know, so like my soul that was that Sasha, too. I forgive Sasha most things because he's pretty to look at. Um, yeah, he is. But what I don't understand, and he's trying to be that top machine. I don't know why Sasha is out here telling, showing me pictures of getting a massage without any underwear on, but a towel barely covering. It's just like Sasha. That's Do you, you wear that your underwear bonus, when you get a massage? That is Pona's job. Don't be trying to come for Pona Churich's titles. <laughs> it's the only titles Pona has. Exactly. <laughs> don't be a, look, come on. I mean, just like. And you're supposed to be the intellectual of the young in ATP. Is and you're out there being no, the top. he just wears glasses. Stop it. Just intellectual stop it. of the ATP. Cut it out. For the young Just pull that straight out of your ass. Put it back. Look, look let me ask you something. Medvedev. Which one of these young people look like they've read a book? Medvedev. <laughs> okay, you're struggling, Janina. You're like... <laughs> no, actually, my gut reaction was Sasha. <laughs> He tries. He looks like a tries harder. Exactly. Oh, we don't try books. to read books. We do. Or we. Sissy <laughs> Fox clearly books. reads books and quotes them all. Right no, we all try. Sissy Fox goes on Google and looks shit up and Summary be like, <laughs> "Oh my god, this is a good category. Who's reading the Cliff Notes and who's reading the whole book?" Oh, uh, put that Fox in your back pocket for the Australian book. Open. I don't. I don't even think Sissy Fast is even reading the Cliff Notes. He's just doing the first hit on Google and copy that shit. That's what he's doing. No, but I mean, but what do you all think? So everybody's been like, blah, 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 Shanghai is the changing of the guards. You know, the first person to say that is like Patrick McEnroe, which is always a suggestion that it's going to be the last person that should ever say anything. But mm. I mean, I think in some ways, what do you all think about the Shanghai? I'm here for it. I'm happy. I'm I'm loving it. I love it. It was time. I mean, I was proud of little Sasha for actually getting through that match with Federer. I didn't think he would. I turned it on before I went to work and um, I saw that the second set was about to go to a tie break. So Reels and I were talking and um, Federer wins the tie break like as I got to work. And no, then... no, no, no. We were watching it when uh, Sasha was serving for the match. Well, yeah, he served 40, for the 50. match. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, listen, hap- I, that I happened too. I was boarding and it was 40-love and I was like, let me go take a shower because I ain't up for this. <laughs> I thought, but honestly, I was, I was certain that if Federer won the second set tie break, that he was going to run away in the third. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. 
and he I was has. impressed. He has in the past because you know Sasha can mentally well, go but, away. Well, exactly. I didn't expect Federer to be so much better. I expected Sasha to go away because that's his wheelhouse. Go away, <laughs> run, run, run. You know, like <laughs> he just—that's what I expected from him, and he didn't. And you know what? Fuck all you tennis pundits out there that didn't want to jump on Federer's ass for getting a point penalty. Where was the outrage? <laughs> What all right, first of all, exactly. Federer, this is not like the what second point penalty Federer got in like second tournament. Like, first of all, I don't, I do not Maybe. understand. I think there was an umpire's meeting, about... but actually, but to be honest with you, when you look at the totality of the situation, Federer was right. He didn't right. hit the ball out of the stadium. He didn't. He hit the ball towards the ball kid, and he was just like, "Well, you know, the umpire how, how started, make... the umpire starting with Federer and hoping to work his way up to Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> Better work his way up to Novak. Um, because, I don't know, but I'm Murray. I'm just like because I thought Federer hit the ball out of the stadium or into the court, into the the crowd. But he just well, hit the, the ball backwards, and the, I was just the like, argument that was, was I think it was the second. It was that was the it second was ball abuse. Yeah. But he didn't. He didn't abuse the ball. I mean, I mean, if that's what we call stop balls, defending him. No, 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 no. There is a difference here. When when we talk about ball abuse, well, Federer's argument was: was it done out of anger? And are you going to tell me that I did it out of anger? Like, well, well, come at me, bitch. Well, that's. <laughs> but you see, again, everything like in tennis, it's not very it's clear. It's everything not very is. clear because he does have a point. He's just the guy said. Because the umpire said to him, you hit the ball out of bounds. And Federer's just like, that's out of bounds? <laughs> like, behind me? Like, right here? Like, what is your criteria? It wasn't because Federer isn't saying, you can't give me a point penalty, whatever the case may be. Federer's just saying, as he did at the US Open, you can't tell me shit and tell me to shut up, okay? Because dock me whatever the fuck you want to dock me. Let me live. Let me do what I'm going to do. But I just thought it was just such an arbitrary thing again with tennis give him a point penalty whatever if he's wrong he's wrong i don't give a shit but it's just like it's when we can't be when we as a people who are watching the tournament can't decide can't decide like because <laughs> we have seen tons of players hit the ball in anger go all over the place that would seem to be ball abuse but to gently just push the ball back in the behind it it's like that's ball abuse it was too dumb. it was a little lame because as federer said you could if you thought it was something in, like you know problematic tell him that but that wasn't but my point is had that been a nick curios um oh, everyone would have been outraged and like oh nick shut up know your place you got it you fucking deserved it da, 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 da. no one's gonna say that about federer it probably wasn't even mentioned what well, uh, was mentioned in press because someone someone did say something to him and he shut that shit down and he said the chair umpire did not beat me zverev beat me so good for him um for not falling into that rabbit hole but you know it's just it's always so interesting but, not really um to watch everybody not go after people actually like, people did go after federer people thought that the anti federer uh, people well yes but but again and these people are so not tennis as crazy. a whole like they do oh, other people that's what right I mean. but federer is not here doing anything egregious <laughs> i don't understand it like, he's hitting balls out of the court cut it out it could have ball a didn't go to the court that was <laughs> federer's point <laughs> Doesn't matter. Could have hit a ball, kid. Stop it, real. Cut it out. He was a bad, bad boy, and he was. Punished. Meanwhile, um, I think it was Ostapenko who hit a ball, kid, or someone at the tournament, and she didn't suspend it. She should have been thrown out of the tournament. 
Ostapenko told the tournament lady today sitting in the chair, can you see the ball? Can you see this? Because basically, I don't think you can see the fucking ball. <laughs> she went but off. So and again, cool, nobody she's really said anything. She's nobody like said anything. Topless. You know, white lady anger is very different than black lady anger. Listen, her privilege was shining today, but thank God for the black girl magic to sprinkle <laughs> glitter all over the place. <laughs> Listen, and I saw people saying that Coco was junk balling, but I was thinking to myself, that feels like strategy to me. If you're playing Ostapenko, well, I watched it. Not that she was junk balling. If yeah, if Ostapenko is making her own errors, then help her out. Feed her balls. That's uh, I mean, errors. I, I didn't <laughs> think she was junk balling. If she was, if, if the junk balls that I saw were not. I don't think they were intentional. I think it was her struggling to get to a ball, and it looked like a junk ball. I didn't think that was her strategy at all. From the matches that I've seen her play in the past, like at Wimbledon and the U.S. Open, she's very she's very defensive minded initially. Yep. Than offenses, she moves from defense to offense instead of offense to defense, which I think is because of her age. And as she gets older and much more comfortable, she probably would do the other way around. But typically, she tends to be more defensive to stay in the yeah, point. Yeah, she'll run down a bunch of balls. She, she would run down a bunch of balls. It, it and according. Thing. According to the lovely Marion Bartoli, who is now coaching Ostapenko, who came down on court for a little advice with her eyelashes falling off and her hair looking greasy as fuck. Um, like legit eyelashes falling off. Like, did she have a late wear, night? Did she have a late night? If you're going to wear fake lashes, they better be on right. They can't be having no bitch. You cannot have wonky eyelashes. You can't have wonky eyelashes. She totally attacked Coco. By saying, she was like, just keep doing what you're doing. She can't move side to side. She can't even breathe. She's so tired. And I was like, we watching the same thing? Are we watching the same thing? Are we talking, is Marion Bartolio here attacking people's fitness? No, I know she ain't. I sure hope not, because I didn't know who she was. (laughs) I actually tweeted about her, and I said, Ostapenko's coach, because I genuinely did not know who she was. I did not recognize her. First of all, she just looks dirty. She just looks a hot, dirty mess. Her hair looks like it ain't been washed or combed in at least a week. Shit is greasy. Her makeup looked like she slept in the same makeup for about five days. She looked a hot mess. She had on all all these bracelets, right? They were so tight around her fat little wrists. I thought, did some child give them to her and she put them on just to be nice because they did not fit. I mean, she. I did not know who that was. And then one of the commentators said something about Bartoli. And I was like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Marion. She was a mess. She should be ashamed of herself going on television looking like that. Girl, wash your hair and your face. Okay. I have to say, now, taking a separate turn, I was delighted by the presence of Baron Bartoli this week. Well, it wasn't her appearance. Actually- well, also, she's she's like one of the few women coaches that we're seeing. And I mean, and she should have a really good sense of the game and the younger players. I mean, and let's be honest, I think she was quite successful. She got Ostapenko to a title. You a are title correct. Run, not a title, but to well, actually maybe Ostapenko can now pay her to get her lashes done properly <laughs> so they don't fall off halfway through a match. Maybe they were out celebrating her getting to the final we're and things got a little off, but... <laughs> Janina said that's a week old makeup, okay? <laughs> Not a lot no, of that makeup. But you know what? Maybe it's one of those permanent makeup things that she did. And no, like, no, no. she was weird. Uh-uh. I'm just trying to help her out. It's not but, working. Um, 
Do you think she keeps her around? I mean, well, I think she should. Astapenko needs all the help that she can get. She's been a mess since she won. What was it? The French Open? Yeah, I know. Yeah. She won. I mean, like, what has she done besides that other than throw temper tantrums? And Nothing. Hit balls and, 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 and hit balls and, um, yeah, she, and you know, Bartoli, listen, she should keep Bartoli around until she pulls out the, the weird stuff, you know, <laughs> the weird fitness regimen, right? Fitness. If we start seeing a dragon refrigerator, a dragon refrigerator behind her. After Frank, it's yeah. time to go. That's, <laughs> that's, that's actually like a good, that'll be like a fun, interesting pairing to watch in the future. They both have there. bad taste of fashion, but you know, hopefully, After Pinko's eyelashes are never wonky. So she should. <laughs> well, because they are real. <laughs> you cannot judge her by the eyelashes. Oh, oh yes, I can. Yes, I can. I'm not going to lie. And Every I will. Time Every time I see, I wasn't aware that women waste fake eyelashes so often. And let me tell you something, ladies. I judge y'all really hard when I see wonky eyelashes. I don't mind if lipstick is a little crooked or, you know, the blush. But I don't mind that because, you know, you may be drinking some coffee afterwards. But, I mean, like, you put on a wonky eyelash. It's above your eye. Like, you are literally fixing (laughs) the thing. eyelashes are hard to get right. And maybe Then don't put them on. Then don't put (laughs) them on. But you know what? It's it's the pink tax. We need to pay these taxes as women because you will be looking a hot mess if you don't have any eyelashes. Without eyelashes. Some people oh, people like- with no eyelashes look retarded. Jen, but man, Jen, you, you, know, you man. cannot use that word. Oh, they look really bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jenny, um, then ladies, let me just let you know this, okay? If you need eyelashes tip, there's a whole YouTube culture out there of drag men, drag races, drag. No, can I can I just say as an aside, you know, because I have a sister who's a makeup artist. What I love is that my sister also does eyelashes where you do the individual ones. You stick them. Um, yeah, those. That are I think cute. is what Bartoli had something on similar to those, but the shit was falling out. Oh, I think that's no. what they were because they were really long and wispy. And typically oh. those, you know, it's neat. If I mean, I. You have to nice. cut them, though. You have to cut them. Well, you, you should. Lot. You got to um, do a lot of labor for it. Well, Bartoli, um, if you are... Bartoli, to- you're on high-definition TV, okay, girl? You girl, can't do better. Hide. You can't, you can't have oh, here. No! I, I, this makes me sad because I love a Bartoli. So, Bartoli, um, if you need help with your eyelashes... Um, Come TV. We, we can, Ladies we can hook and you gentlemen, up. what you hear Andreen doing here right now is avoiding us sounding like we're all piling on on Marion Bartoli. <laughs> Well, I, we are. You, the, the truth of the matter <laughs> you know is what? that I always have. Andrine, I've always had affection for Myron Bartoli because she was the quirky. She's, part. you know what? She's quirky. She's very nice in person. Um, she really is. But she looked a hot fucking mess, and there's no, no way around that. Oh, listen, no, you know what? You know what? I don't. You see, this is what God don't like ugly. Because Myron Bartoli was dragging Coco Goff the other day. Oh, get rid of this team and all this bullshit. There's too many yep. distractions. And you know what, girl? You are here looking like a hot mess. And Coco drag you and your bad makeup Ooh. and your friend through the Chitlin Circuit, girl. Chitlin Circuit! What did you all think? Let's. Um, we're going a little back and forth. But what did you all yeah. think of the, the Coco match? Oh, my god! I gosh, mean, her first Becky. major final, right? Right. First I mean, final, big, first win. 15 final. years old. She handled the pressure amazing. Um, the 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 dip i don't even know if they're really truly yes there was a dip in the second set clearly however ostapenko raised her level of play 
and she started hitting the balls inside the court. Yeah, yeah. She she was just exactly she was playing <laughs> she was playing better. So you know, Coco needed to adjust to that. Um, but damn, did she look good? She looked like a seasoned fucking pro out there today. She's very calm. I she's feel I really so like incredibly her presence. Mm-hmm. And when she's not calm, you kind of know that she's calm, but you or worked up, but you can see her calming herself. Trying to you calm can herself. See down. her. Yeah. She takes deep breaths. She'll turn away. She's. Oh God, she is a fresh of breath air. I what I love about her. What I, I really know. Love I about love, her. like this is what's great about Coco. I mean, maybe it's because we we miss young people. Although there are young people on tour, but they're just not. There's no people. young person like this. I mean, I mean so today in, in we saw place. the she since Jennifer Capriati, two thousand and. Let's hope we don't have no, that. No, 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 no. 1997. Yeah. It was a, the first, that was the last time we saw someone this young in a final. That's yeah. how long Coco, it's been. So we don't, don't see be like that, Capriati. Don't yeah, be like Capriati. Don't be like no, Capriati. But we don't want any of that tradition. But mm-hmm. yeah, this one is a good not, one. This yeah. is this was so fun, and her watching her family was so fun. And it looks like she already has a Rolex dealer, Tag Hauer or something. Shit, Mama was like, "Get that watch on. You about to get a trophy? Get that watch on now!" Cetera, <laughs> <laughs> and um, T- Tony Godzik, um, you all got that media training, right? Yeah, uh, they did something. Okay. All right. so what, what I really enjoy about Coco is that she plays each point by point. Yep. She don't think about the end of the match. She's <laughs> in that moment, right? Because a lot of time it's so easy to get overwhelmed. You've lost the set, you know, like, oh my God, I was up, yada, yada, yada. But she's just like, you know what? Nope. I'm still out on the court. I'm still able to play. The umpire hasn't said game, set, match. So I still have a chance. And she, she called well, her. It, I said, it seemed like she got a bit nervous. So she admitted that to her dad, right? That when was she was sweet. She served for the match. match. She got broken. Um, her dad came down and he said, listen, yesterday, if we had talked about this, you would have been happy to have five, two, take it, move <laughs> on. You're in a good place. You're doing what you need to do. Basically just calm down. It was, I, the coaching, it was sweet because he was definitely talking to her as a coach and telling her what she needed to do. And at one point she said, where do I hit the ball? And he said, it doesn't matter. Just hit the ball. She mm-hmm. wanted more than he was willing to give. Yeah, which was she wanted nice. specific instructions, right? She wanted very specific instructions. He wasn't giving her that, but he also had this, this, I'm talking to my baby girl voice, which was <laughs> nice. Oh, that's it lovely. was, you don't usually see that even when the, when the coach is a parent, it's, it's mm-hmm. very business-like, but he's like, listen, listen, you're, you're good. You're, you know, it was, it was sweet. Um, but in usually on court coaching just kind of sucks. Maybe I was more interested in it because this was her first final and mm-hmm. you want to see like, how is she going to work through this? Um, she called him down kind of a lot but you know whatever it's there use it i guess i mean i'm not a fan but you're gonna get a pass for a a little while there's only specific time there is a limited number of times you can call a coach down you know it is it isn't free for all all. it isn't free for all (laughs) and there are very specific times when you can call and you have to let the umpire know that you want to call the person down at that time Right. So, well, you know what's you know, interesting is, um, I'm so used to watching her in majors <laughs> that, that you haven't gotten to that see. I've not had yeah. this experience. It was it was interesting. Her. It was it was really nice. I I really liked seeing that. Um, 
Whereas, you know, when we saw Bartoli, because they were communicating, they were, she was saying things, he was saying things, they were having a conversation about what was happening on court. He was reminding her of things and she was acknowledging that. Bartoli comes down, she talks to Ostapenko and she's just talking. Ostapenko says nothing, which is usually what we see. They come down, the player says one or two things in the beginning, and then the coach has this big old long spiel and the coach leaves. We don't usually see. Yes, we don't usually see like a working through something or, you know, a real conversation unless it's argumentative or something. Um, But I don't know. I liked it. I mean, I like the black people. Well, I mean, I think it was also really <laughs> nice that, um, I mean, let's give props to Tennis Channel for finding that final and putting it on because they didn't have rights to Lince. I don't think they had rights to WTA Lince. So <laughs> I think I think they had to realize, wait a minute, we might get a first title uh, for Coco and we don't Mike, put it on TV. Maya said, I want to see this shit. You better <laughs> figure out a way. <laughs> they were like, because Coco lost last week, Sunday. she's a lucky loser. Yep. She lost, she won her first quality round and then she won, um, she lost, she won the first round Saturday and she lost in the second round. And then I think, I forgot who pulled out and then she was around and she got either, it. Yeah. yeah, I forgot who it was. I mean, I um, think the biggest beating for Oh, me oh, it's um, Sakari. Sakari. Yeah, Sakari. Pulled it was getting pulled past Kiki Burton's that I thought was, yes, I mean, it was more, it was better impressive. to me than like Petkovic, although Petkovic is tricky. But for me, the beating Kiki was like the big thing for me. Yeah, that's a much bigger I thought word. Petkovic would have forced her to three sets, though. I oh, was she's surprised. hit or miss these days, though. Huh? Petko's so hit or miss these days. You never know what you're going to get from her. I thought she would have smelled a chance of getting a title. You know what well, I mean? She gave, well, I appreciate that. Co- uh, I appreciated that um, Petko gave Coco a very nice hug. I'm going to be judging everyone based on how they treat Coco. Because, like, Coco's <laughs> daughter. So, depending on how everyone because usually her, they don't get some... <laughs> no, but I'm I mean, it is fair towards her. I, I, I but... really enjoy her and I want her light and laughter to still be with us. <laughs> yeah, well, it's sure. very unusual for a young girl, this someone this young, to be on tour in a sort of a frequent kind of a way. Yeah, usually, yeah, Cece Bellis was around like in the American tournaments and then yeah. not around thereafter. So, Coco has been around. Pretty solidly all summer and now into the fall. And I think she's Honey, where's AJ? Call me Coco, girl. Call oh. me Coco. Um, New Balance did finally start selling that shirt. I checked today because remember at the US Open, they weren't selling it. Yeah, I was um, think, I was thinking of getting it. I sup- that's the first listen, you know me. I don't get I don't get a lot of gear. Yeah. But <laughs> that one I kind of think I like it. I like, I like it. it. Call me Coco. You know I love I that. I, I mean, I'm all here for a thirty fucking dollar T-shirt. That's white with black letters. It's great. It's okay, we're just gonna run with the hashtag. We're not buying the T-shirt, but the hashtag. You know what? I'll make them for us. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so wrong. New Balance. New Balance. We're actually gonna be buying them. Forget. No, we'll you- just. No, we're not. We're gonna put a hashtag on front of it so that it's different. <laughs> <laughs> Take the New Balance logo away and put real tennis fans on it. Y'all want uh, yeah, one? Hit me up. And first of all, y'all no re- y'all no reason to wear New Balances. He don't. He don't. So, so Tony, there are ways around all of this, Andrine. So Tony, worry. you gotta, gotta fix that. Covered. Tony Gothic, fix that, please. Okay. If you listen, want me to buy Coco, okay. Listen, no, New Balance is done right by Coco. Her kids look cute. Um, they're youthful. They're very nice and lean looking on her. I mean, I feel like I'm she living a dream. She looks good. Um, I would have wanted Coco to be How tall is she? She's 5'10", I think. Is it, oh, I feel like she's taller, but I you know what? She's too. probably going to grow some more. Mm. True that as well. <laughs> she's yeah, only 15. Great. She's probably going to grow some more. So what else do we need to cover 
So, you know what's Anything? so funny? What's so interesting? Let's talk about the contrast. Is like, we're like, yay, 15-year-old in the WTA. Oh, my God, the young kids are coming up finally on the men's side. 22-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only one, though. I mean, well, we don't have a slew of 15-year-olds doing anything. Well, That's why no, we're so excited. No, I think on the men's side, the sport has so evolved to this so muscular... Old. Um, that men, boys at 15 cannot handle the pace of they play. Can't. They, they can't. can't. Because men hit their, their muscular peak in their 20s. So, They're I think why Medvedev still has hope. The women, yeah. I, I think Coco would stand a chance. Coco would stand a chance to get to the second week of a tournament, perhaps. But, I mean, it would be much more difficult until she gets older to actually slide up in there. She has a better chance. Yeah. Because I think what people forget is that women still have to play on these same dirty sandpit courts that men play at <laughs> and they have to and that's people like why there's so many errors on the women's side because they can't hit through the court they're like five and also, they also but they also have a slightly different ball too yeah so but no one ever really talks about the balls on the women's side and I what that might be about the difference of the balls let's find us a woman tennis player to come on and talk about it okay um the balls are lighter, I think, and they yes, sort of generally. Through yeah, but I want somebody to talk about the science behind it. How does it feel when you're using it, as opposed to the balls that the men use? I want. I, I want think to you would have that. to speak to a man who plays mixed doubles because he would have a much more ready. They use the uh, women's ball. Yeah, they use the women's ball for mixed doubles. So, okay, yeah. I didn't know that yeah. either. They have real be... throwing down facts. A real so the... throwing down facts. Um, so and let's, the men um... typically restring their rackets for okay. the mixed doubles. So before we um, before we head to any kind of fusey <laughs> things, there um, people lost matches, and that was a big deal for people. No, what, is, that. what do the losses matter? Do the losses do federal losses matter? Does no. no losses matter? Any of that matters? No. Federal uh, loss to his son, so I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> How about um? So let's talk about somebody that nobody's talked about. Andy Murray. What are you all looking at? Have you are you enjoying this resurgence? What's the deal? I'm enjoying Andy Murray's resurgence of being an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he like totally had that kerfluffle with Fabio. Please don't ask me to repeat it. I don't even know what happened. But it's like people were so surprised and I don't understand why. This is Andy Murray. This is who he is. He's a fucking dick. But maybe because he has a British accent, people called endearing. I don't know. I love him for this reason. This is exactly who he is. I know you were okay. First and foremost, you know, I wanted Janina to have her way with Andy Murray because you know I can't stand this motherfucker. I mean, I don't. I'm I'm so indifferent to him, and I really like when he's not like a thousand sons. No, I mean there are other people that I you know I I I save my hate, but you know I just find him so annoying. It's just like he rolls up on the scene. And then everyone try to act like if whatever Andy Murray does is so monumental and so significant, and it's like some groundbreaking barrier. And the boy has two bionic hips, doesn't he? And he's just a child. Andy Murray is no different than a child. First of all, at this point, we need to, you know, I guess people keep saying, "Oh my God, you know, he's one of the big four. He's not. He's not. He's no bigger than Stan, is he? Now <laughs> you know he's got I'm a saying? slew of Masters titles. Doesn't but that he? don't mean shit. It, well, it I does mean, when nobody else can win them. But I mean, I mean that's, really, but, but remember, that was always the thing with Andy Murray. But the that, ma- 
is that the master series were where he was dominating and doing well. People are like, oh my God, when is he going to finally break through in the majors? It's like so interesting because this is the, this yeah. is, everyone has completely forgotten that Andy Murray recently struggled with the same issues that all the young kids are struggling with, which is how are they going to make that leap? But and he Andy finally Murray, makes that it, leap. Right. I mean, and we, we can call bullshit for those two he won with Novak. I'm going to put the asterisk next to those. Stop I mean, it. oh my God. I, why are you putting asterisks next to me? Because I just am. Especially that Wimbledon <laughs> one. I mean, I was just, just like, yeah, what? Like every, can I tell you, everyone finds that match weird. If you take any fan aside and ask them about that match, everybody's like, what's going on in that match? <laughs> no I other mean, one of their matches is I would give him the med. I would give him the Rayonich one. But besides that, it's just that he, so he and Fabio are playing, right? He's serving. He's about to break Fabio. He hits a ball, uh, I think he goes for the volley, and Fabio makes some kind of sound, right? But he Andy hits the ball for a winner, right? Because under no circumstances was Andy supposed to lose the point. Even if he had lost the point, he could have called hindrance and still won the point. Mm-hmm. Andy won the point, he broke Fabio. He's serving for the fucking match, right? That's that. Fabio goes over to change over. He goes, why is he making that sound? He shouldn't be making that sound. <laughs> Andy, what the fuck is wrong That's with you? That's a brat. So, so, so Fabio is just like, dude, it's Fabio. So Fabio is going to be his asshole self. I was just like, dude, whatever. I don't give a shit. And he's just like, so he's, comp- so Andy, instead of like taking this moment to calm the fuck down, preparing to serve for the match, because this is going to be a, a really decent win on his alleged comeback, right? Instead of he sitting down on the changeover. No, Andy Murray is having a chat with the umpire. Standing at the it. net. And Fabio is just like, bro, it ain't that serious. And then Andy is like, shut up. And then that is the moment where everyone is like, Andy is not a punk. Andy got out fiery. Guess what? Andy served for the match twice, failed to do so, and Fabio snatched that shit right out of his hand. I love it. Motherfucker, you ain't got no juice. You got no juice. You can't be mad. You can't be. And first and foremost, we are adults. He and Fabio are 30 something years old. They got children. And the worst thing I could tell another motherfucker is shut up. No, no. Guess shut what? Up. You know what's so funny about it? What I like is when they talk to Fabio about it and he said that he and Andy Murray are the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's because- true. <laughs> I mean, but imagine, imagine the lack of insight there, or or actually real insight in but looking t- across at Andy and being like, "You and I are the same. There's no difference between us." Even though people are creating poles apart, these these people are supposedly poles apart in people's minds in terms of ideologies, in terms of philosophies, in terms of mindsets, etc. y'all. And, this and, is why and I for don't... Fabio to be like, eh. There's no differences between us. This We're is why like... I find it so funny when I hear fans talking about people. I'm just like, I don't understand why Federer keeps winning the Edberg Award. You know what? His co-workers voted for him. So if his co-workers are vouching for him, I don't know how the fuck you on the outside could be out here saying shit. <laughs> because you know Fabio's what? looking at Andy more going, we the same, bro. Exactly. <laughs> Fabio know Andy far better than you know Andy. Everybody knows Novak far better than you know Novak. That's why your faves don't be winning this shit. And, and because and I'm just like Andy, for God's sake, like you. Andy, no, think but about I think it. he was very angry though, because he he completely knew that he lost his cool. That and is like that's what? like he was yeah. about to serve for the match when the <laughs> issue happened. 
I like, love it. it. Was, I I love it in I love like, it in hindsight. I love the whole thing. And it was just like, oh, I, people were just like out it Andy standing up for himself. Fabio didn't do my fucking thing. Like get the fuck out of here. Like what's Andy I'm, standing up for himself for? What's you he know doing? what I mean? You think I'm gonna be fighting with someone, have some beef with a coworker, or someone on the street, <laughs> and I'm just gonna be like, shut up? No. Do better. Say exactly. something far more offensive than shut up. Shut up. If you want to dust up, listen to me. Y'all know Fabio don't even need an inch to go take it to a whole mile. If Fabio didn't get up out of his seat, oh, you know, like, come at me, bro. Come on. Exactly. You know, Fabio was just like, there was Andy being a baby. Let me call Flavio and get a pacifier and give this book. <laughs> Which is literally the truth. <laughs> you know that's how everybody perceives Andy, that he's a big crybaby. He's a big crybaby. <laughs> and you we know all... That, you know that gif of the Night King from Game of Thrones? <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> I, listen to me. Every fucking oh, time, Andy kept getting reinvented evolving and there's a motherfucker the same way remember when andy murray's in the finals in a tough spot oh my god my leg my back my foot my fingernail oh my god constantly complaining like no. i mean no listen, point, I, I like i like the reinvention of andy murray as like every goddamn time every fucking is, week andy murray's a new person and he's, he's redeemable i ain't got time for this motherfucker look he needs to go home and rest because he always, and meanwhile, he hasn't changed his game style. He's out here fucking up this brand new hip. Look, Spending hours out there winning matches. Who, exactly. Who, I'm thinking to myself, Andy's going to be doing these in 90 minutes. He's still going three plus hours. I was like, okay. Look, listen to me. Changed. I tell you by Melbourne, a motherfucker's going to be in a wheelchair. I don't know why you don't keep his ass quiet. <laughs> you know what, <laughs> though? I need Andy Murray to show up in Melbourne after they retired him. <laughs> Oh shit! And and this is the He'll thing that I find so hilarious. Everyone is just like, "Oh my God, he's ready for the majors." Y'all know his best of five, right? Y'all know. know his best of five. You know, I I mean, let's just see, let's just see Andy Murray play Medvedev. Medvedev just Listen grind that me. thing down. The only, the only <laughs> thing significant, the only thing significant about Andy Murray this fall is that he has not fucked up a single draw yet. He's, no, he's, I know. He entered but, and he showed up. But you know what I would like? I would like an Andy and that's Murray versus Verdasco match in Australia just to get oh, over Oh, come on, Andrine. And let have that happen. Move you, might as, you might as well say you want Andy Murray to be pushed down a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, my God. Because, let me tell you something. He's going to need two more hips. Ain't nothing Verdasco loves to do then. Show up and show out in your motherfucking face. When you think he's going to do something. That's he might not w- listen to me. Vadasco's not interested in winning the match. That's not Vadasco's point. That's not the reason why he's still on the tour. Vadasco is here to fuck up your fave. He's just gonna drag <laughs> your fave to an unnecessary match. Australian Open, put Andy Murray or Medvedev in um in both of their paths, and let's see what happens. Okay, put Medvedev I or Vadasco. I think Andy Murray path. is gonna get to Melbourne because you know when this that body is gonna catch up to him. Who the replaces the fucking hip totally. and then runs out here and then he he does Well, the Bryan listen. brothers do it. It's fine. Don't worry. Uh, the Bryan brothers kept They're his ass quiet. Close. This is why Jack Sock was relevant. He was playing with the brother. You got <laughs> you gotta keep this hip. Calm Jack Sock is a good um doubles partner. That's all he's good for. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, because I mean, you only have to cover half the court. Out of it. Correct. But you know what? It's, it's good. a lot of shape to cover the whole court. 
It's good to see Andy Murray back. I mean, it's good to see a lot of people suddenly remember that they like tennis. You know, they must have missed him. So it's good. I mean, it's going to be like when Fed goes away. We're going to be like, where is everybody at? But um, Andy Murray's back. Do we even been watching tennis to be caring about where is everybody at? I mean, I'm totally going to become a WTA fan. But that's just the way it's going to be. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on who's going to be my favorite. You know, it's like each tour has a favorite at certain times. And I think the WTA will probably end up having my I mean, we're getting on the Coco train. Oh, honey, I'm already on. We're already there. We own that shit. Motherfuckers back off. First class, first class, bitches. The other people have to be in the back. The real tennis fans, <laughs> we are the, the conductor time, of the this train. Is the, this is the only time I'm playing first class tickets, though, because second class tickets are really nice on the trains. But this is, <laughs> I'm paying the first class so nobody takes my seat. Um, yeah, <laughs> so let's roll out. We've got a couple of like little outstanding issues for tennis. Um, we've got a non-news item, which is Osaka revoke. I mean, deciding that she wants to play for Japan for the Olympics. Woo woo. Um, it was always the case. I don't think she's ever denied that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a plan all along. I, do I don't know why Americans, people make it because she I gets somebody West, at a spot. I think for the West, it's interesting the idea of giving up a Western passport in some ways in people's minds. That's probably the only part of it that seems compelling, I guess. Because why wouldn't she play for Japan? Is there even a high rank Japanese woman? I mean, aside no, from. Not that can not that can take something away from her. Yep. But she was always playing on the Japan anyway. Hasn't she played Fed Cup for Japan? I'm assu- I don't know if I don't know. I don't know. I, Does she I'm play? Fed, but I'm I always assume I mean it's a Japanese flag by her name. Right? Yeah, she always played on the Japan and she was born in Japan. But you I know, think it's maybe it's just because it's the Olympics and things have to be cut and dry and clear. Um so uh, yeah. you know it's probably a formality more than anything else. No, 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 no. When she became 21 or 22, she had to make a, make a decision. Yeah. Oh, that's it, right. it just coincide with the Olympics. Okay. She and was so going to make it all yeah. resonant. So she's really going to be fully Japanese now. Woohoo. Congratulations. Konnichiwa. Fantastic. Oh, and I'm just saying, Allison Reese, you should be happy because, you know, you I got mean, a, what about a, Haiti, a potential anyway. spot on the Olympic team. Um, <laughs> just oh saying, God. Allison, girl. Well, you know what? was They were, they were toying with the idea today. Um, on Tennis Channel after Coco won the match because, you know, she can't take any more wild cards this year. She can play a little bit more, um, but sh- which she probably will do because she's got a ranking up now high enough to get direct entry into tournaments. However, that being said, next year is an Olympic year and we do have a lot of, you know, younger Americans that they're that going to want that spot. And is she going to be able to play enough to be a contender. Maybe she could play some doubles. She should definitely try to go for doubles with yeah. her um, with her American partner. It'll be interesting to see like how that Mally. plays out. Well, be- she's limited to the number of tournaments per year right. she can enter. It right. goes up by one next year. But isn't the dump, isn't the Olympics she, done by ranking? So yes. That's, yes. So, she, are. so she won't probably be able to, but for some reason, I don't know, Reels, maybe you know this, because... I was only half listening to the conversation on TV. Um, they were talking about her turning 16 mid-March next year. Do the rules change when the player becomes 16? Yes, every year. from So you you can't get on the tour until you are 14 or 15 at all. But at what age can you play unlimitedly? When you are 18. 18. So every okay. so year. So there's some, dip, there's some other yes. rule that goes so into the, effect at 16. No, at 16, the number of tournament goes up. Okay. So, so she can play older, one more? 
one or two more. Year. It depends. Oh, right. But I do think, but the majors are excluded and not part of the conversation. So yeah. that's why she can enter the major if her ranking is there and they can just freely give her a wild card for that. Okay. But Which is why the US tournament. Open was able to do what it wanted to. Right. They were able to do that. But for the other tournaments, she either has to qualify outright or but I think there I think there might be a difference in getting a wild card for the qualies as mm-hmm. opposed to a wild card for the main draw. Main draw. So I think I think that's what um Tony is doing. And since she's comfortable playing the extra matches yeah. and working her way up, that might be a way around it. But the, I think the, the problem would be next year is if she's like off by a couple points or something, she won't be able to just run into any old tournament mm. to just get in because she has to make sure she sort of spread the tournaments throughout the year if she wants. She doesn't want to just be play six months of the year and, and burn all her tournaments there and then can't get right. in the US Open. Right. So yeah, um, she'll have to be very strategic about the timing of her play. Well, right. she'll definitely got to play the Wimbledon again. Um, but then again, that's not a tournament that matters in that sense in terms but, of her play. But it matters that she would get more points than the, those tournaments, though. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, well, it would be interesting. They might pick her for the Fed Cup just to go and watch the Fed Cup because they usually have like a non-playing player. Non-player, yeah. Yeah, so she can be there, and you know, and America need all the help they can get. Trust me. Well, you know what I thought was interesting? I mean, I think Janina asked the question, where is... Um, Taylor? Yeah. Like, why didn't Taylor take advantage of the her U.S. Open post-run and have some... She didn't... What? She couldn't get into match? She couldn't get into tournaments? Well, I wouldn't be surprised because, you know, she seems to continuously get shit on by the tennis world, but I don't know that to be I was accurate. looking at her ranking. Yeah. That's, I'm a little um, bit surprised. I thought she might use the fall to get some... Um, some points up in here well i think the travel she might not because those things may have already been set in some regard i mean yeah it, as we noticed for some people who forget yeah. and all kinds of things well i was a little bit surprised by that i was expecting to see a little bit more of her that's cool any other news um and happenings i know that they even for all the grumblings about the person who was leading um uh um fed cup um not fed cup but also everything that had to do with um davis cup and all of that I think they all voted for him to come back again. Haverty, Raggedy, Haverty. Oh, Dave Haggerty is yeah, now. Haggerty. Yeah, it's still get it back. And also, people are trying to be Federer is like. What about <laughs> the fact that they hated him last year? And then even I think I saw the I, even even the the folks at um in the Brits, even the LTA folks voted for him again. I was like, I thought you didn't like what he was doing. They don't have anybody else to go for. No. Okay, I guess well, you know sometimes it's better to stay with the evil that you already know than to bring in some new evil, no. right? It's to get that money. It's to get your money right in whatever case may be. Look, if you're interested in real change, you got to be interested. You got to do the things to get real change. You can't be interested in real change and expect to put the same people there and hope that they would make a difference this time around. I saw also that Pospisil tweeted that they, you know, they Mm -hmm. all they all retain the services of that law firm and now the slams to engage in a conversation and the slams are like uh you probably need us more than we need you but we'll see how this why pospisil unless i'm missing something he's the only one like putting stuff out there and i wonder what that's all about i wonder if he is i wonder Maybe if this was a decision that was made well, i would I'm like sure. to I, I can't imagine that he's going to willfully tweet something when they've actively said that they sometimes that. people are stupid you never know Yes. I, mean, I would I would have assumed that they would have they would have strategized about who would you know because he wrote a piece in um that part for sure yeah sense. and then maybe they're like well you know what since you you're out there 
and you're making a visible stand, you continue to do that. The rest of yeah. us are going to say nothing. He's got to be their mouthpiece, it. right? But why yeah. him? Why on earth would you choose him? Is he disposable well, if everything goes sour? Like, I mean, listen, I mean, are you running to see pop? I mean, listen. Aaron exactly. I think they're dogging him out. Yeah, I mean, are you running to see possible things if this all blows up in anybody's faces? I don't, you know. I wonder if he realizes that's what's happened. But, you know, <laughs> you know how I feel about this situation. I have yet to see either party paperwork. <laughs> paperwork and clear sure ideas. I'm you know that a law firm is involved. They got to make those hours. Yeah, up. but I saw the, the, the initial paperwork, the initial tweet that came up from the law firm talking about how much money they're going to take. That didn't seem like that made any kind of goddamn sense to me. <laughs> I seem like if they went to a Jacoby, my Jacoby and my some kind of ambulance chases to help them out. Well, I mean, I'm curious about the involvement of the law firm. I'm wondering what the stakes are and what this all means. It's it's a little bit unclear to me. And I'm sorry, I, I don't. I, I, no slight to Pasquale, he's cute and all, but I ain't asking. I ain't going behind no revolution behind Pasquale. I'm just not. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. We decided that he's the mouthpiece and that he's disposable it's because if it all goes bad, no one cares if he, well, you know. No listen, Federer is probably no the mob boss. Stakes. No, Rafa. There's no fan- no, but there's no fandom stakes for him, right? None. If says something, if Rafa says something, if it's too much. Pospisil is like the least objectionable one to say anything out there. Everybody's convinced that he's like the wise boy. He's doing, you know, he's doing the best for everyone. He's doing the best for the lower rank. So, look, Federer... I'm just saying, Federer is here for any and every cause, okay? And if I'm just simply saying that, and for whatever reason, Federer and Nadal, uh, I don't know, apparently Andy Murray was at one point the Players' Union president. I don't know when that happened. I guess in 2013 when he won Wimbledon, right? But but... Like a brief spell and he did nothing. <laughs> and, I mean, and even, well, who knows what Novak the fuck Novak is doing now, was planning, but... They what they all been charged with. They all talk about wanting to help the younger players mm-hmm. and helping spread more money down, money top down, whatever the case may be. But I, I am, I, I don't have a problem with Pospisil speaking. But yeah, what no. I, what I have a problem with is just that I'm not hearing anyone else echo this voice. I'm not hearing other people in charge. And I again, well, I'm I think not, that's by I, design. I'm not very. It's, it's it's very unclear as to what he wants. What he's saying is that I want to talk to the ITF. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to the majors. Whatever. You could talk to them if you want. You could send them an email, whatever the case may be. Because you can do that. But what I don't understand is what did you want with have a conversation with these people? And I think this is why these people are ignoring you. Because you're just saying, I want to talk, I want to talk. You can talk. But you're not saying no, anything. I don't believe I, I mean, don't think I'm that's pretty what's happening. Those things are happening behind the scenes, right? I mean, this person's leveraging it on social media for their own thing, but I certainly don't think that's the only place. I don't think at. that's I don't think he's leveraging it for his own thing either. I think he has been put in a position by the people that he is representing for the simple fact that he's disposable. I think that everything he says is has been previously agreed upon. I don't oh, think. Well, he, yeah, I think. So. I don't think he's, like, you know, like acting like fucking door. Trump and just putting <laughs> shit out there. No, I don't think you know, so. I think it's all been pre-approved, and that they have decided probably that he is going to be the one. He's going to be the leaker of the information, so that the public <laughs> can some have a little bit of an idea of what is going on because. He is agreeable. Nobody cares about him too much one way or the other. Sorry, Ange. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And, well, he needs a better marketing. 
but if but like you said it if federer or nadal or djokovic if if they're the ones who are going to speak the stuff out it's just going to cause an uproar because first of all federer can say federer can tweet right now i just double knotted my shoe and the world's gonna go fucking crazy i mean it's true because people are stupid they're fucking idiots so it can't be them I, I really think it's all by design. Well, listen, I'm always, listen, for an industry where people are extremely self-interested, I'm just curious to see how people want to interface with the slams because also the top guy, the top guys are really wanting to engage that slam chase. So if we're going to be talking boycotts or if we're going to be talking significance around that, it'll be interesting to see how they negotiate that because that strikes me as a a road that I don't think any of the top guys want to go down, but you never know. Um, And also one thing I wanted to point out is that we did not lose Saudi Arabia in the mix. Saudi Arabia is back in the mix. Did you hear? Oh, are we going there now? No, they have. It's a tournament. We have decided Saudi Arabia is going to create a tournament, a mini tournament called the Diria tennis cup prize money of $3 million. Um, and it has confirmed, which Dan Varinka, Daniel Medvedev, so he's fully villainizing, Fabio Fognini, and well, he's Russian. Gofant. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing is we don't have any sort of expectations. Gofant? We don't have any of we don't have any expectations of any of those players in sort of Western media culture, right? Like we're mm. like, eh. <laughs> are people right? But but I'm not I'm I'm not interested in any of those. I'm not interested in who is going to be there. I'm interested in the fact that they are there for a tennis tournament because quite literally less than a year ago, actually they literally fucking announced this like mm-hmm. two days after. Thank you. <laughs> like two, like two months, like two days after the fact that, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. That's <laughs> You have to tell the world why you're laughing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hello, hello, Je- tennis fans. Janina, husband is providing way too much distraction out here. <laughs> I didn't even know what's going on. So we're recording on Skype and we're we're on camera for each other. <laughs> and this message pops up from Andrew. Why am I seeing Jason's ass? <laughs> Turn around. He's naked for the TV. I just want to say that I'm going to have to make a report about this professional environment you've created. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) But moving on. Well, Gina, I don't see why you are a sad puppy at all. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I concur. (laughs) But anyway, back to the most serious matter. Okay? <laughs> we can't do this shit on camera anymore. I said that last <laughs> time. <laughs> I love it. But anyway. So this announcement announcement literally came two days after the anniversary of Jamal Khashoggi's death. Right. It's while, been a year. Listen to me. We haven't even found a fingernail for this man. Completely tone deaf. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Listen, let's be honest. Look. I, I don't know about you all, but I found it sort of strangely incongruous that people were raging at NBA players about China 
as tennis players were in China playing tennis and no one asked them any questions about Hong Kong. It was weird. Like, well, that's a whole nother, but that it's amazing but but here's here's the question you, I really, well we can talk about que- that later here's the question no here's the question i really want to ask is that people out here getting up to do about sovereignty and whatever the case may be but is capitalism really that that um vicious well it is very vicious well, yes of course but yes but, but we are going to sit here and watch capitalism tell us that we can't even see in our own country and say shit about another country <laughs> well, it's I mean, happening. No, it's, it's happening. happening. It's Google happening. is I pulling mean, apps. Apple's pulling apps. It's happening. Yeah. It's fucking happening. It's I mean, because of there, one yeah. tweet by but, one person. But so, so, so then the next question is that: so these big tech companies are willing and able, as we know, they would have been giving us. Um, they would have been. So it's very clear that if if apps were available in slavery times, well, slavery well, yeah. still exists. They would have yes. been having ship trackers, right? Yes, yes. But so, oh. Well, I mean, see, you're asking the definition of capitalism, capitalism right no, there. I mean, I'm answering I, my I own question, basically. Was, I thought it was noteworthy, though, that I just felt like I was watching. I felt like I was going through some sort of weird whiplash because I'm seeing furious NBA Twitter about China. And at the same time, I'm seeing people tweeting from China with hearts around China as the tennis players finish their matches. You right. know, like, it was like, it was it's weird, so right? jarring because it's like they have no responsibility for playing there. I mean, listen, we've been there for years. It's not, a, it's, I'm not questioning that aspect of it. I'm not suddenly going to be new. But I just thought people are covering the same sports. Like, even John Wertheim is covering the same sport. He had a lot to say about the NBA, but nothing to say about tennis players playing in China. How do you hold Every single one of our listeners needs to tweet the hell out of these motherfuckers and ask them why they're not saying anything, because you're right. They are talking about what's going on in the NBA, and it's huge. It's huge what's happening. It's so much bigger than basketball. It is. If you don't know what's going on, take the time to learn about it. Actually, there is a, there's a podcast. So the New York Times does a podcast every day called The Daily. One day last week, they broke this whole thing down about how the how and why the NBA ended up in China to begin with back during the Jordan era. So it yeah. sets it up from the beginning, how it grew, how it got there. How it was censored to begin with to to where we are today. So, and you know, if if you're unfamiliar with the situation, I highly suggest that you go listen to that. Take 30 minutes and learn about it. But that's the WTA's brand. The WTA's brand is expansion into Asia and China being the base of that. Exactly. Do you know, I thought it was noteworthy that you got asking that question. No. Is it because the NBA is so much bigger? Is it because... I think it's black people, and I think, I, to be honest, well, but you know what? Here, to punish the NBA... black people for being vocal here and being, and, and in their mind, to not be seen as vocal. But you there. know what? No, here, here, this is another interesting part of that, and it's something that we don't see in tennis. So, the NBA commissioner actually defended the owner of the team that said, "You know, stand with Hong Kong." Yeah. So. And the NBA is known. They have always been known for being more supportive of their players than other sports organizations across the board. Um, This is what they do. Now, if somebody in tennis 
stands up and says, why are we going to Saudi Arabia? Who at the top of the sport, as far as an owner, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to think of who. It'd be, who, a, council. Who, It'd be a council member in this. In this no, it's gotta it be big. I don't know. I'm thinking it's gotta be bigger because like the commissioner well, but, but of the NBA is the top of the pyramid. But unfortunately so who is, for us, the council members are the top of our but it can't be a player i'm thinking no no, no, i know but it it would yeah it could be somebody it could be somebody big on the council so would have to come out and say our players have the right to just like how they i mean i hate to say it but just like how they came out and spoke harshly about nick when they thought it was poor form you would almost have to have that same person yeah so who's gonna back them up who, who, if tennis says, no, we're not going to Saudi Arabia, we don't think that's a good idea because it's a bad look because of what's happened there. And no one has even acknowledged it. Who from tennis is going to back them up? I mean, that matters. I that matters. Tennis, I don't think tennis is comfortable saying any of those which things. Which is exactly think, because which is why it's not going to happen. Places, tennis goes into places that but, are uncomfortable all the but, time. But you see, this that's is where they this is where. As the the mechanism, they always. But that's why the NBA is. That's why NBA people are more comfortable speaking out, though. That's my point. They have the support from the top. Although, I mean, the way there might be an other issue. Sorry, real. The way the story has transformed, that you can then say, I feel like what they thought was that really, in some ways, the NBA pulled back. Pulled back. They, I mean, they initially supported the player, and then they then performed a sort of censorship or sort of self censorship by then basically neglecting to have to give the players access to the media or give the media access to the players because they're like the situation has gotten out of control you know let's just not have any media hours so i think that well people feel like they're being a bit wishy-washy which you know it's neither here nor there but i just think the conversation is actually happening right and that is happening and that's important that's always important to talk about it but i think it's i i i stand by what i said it's huge that the commissioner of the nba came out in support and said you know what this might have some detrimental effect on the league and our relationship with china i hope that it won't blah 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 i mean he said it right but he clearly took the side of the nba and of america and i think that isn't tennis well i think there are two things i think we need to consider here uh one that for the nba um you have a 52 percent player partnership the players have 52 percent of the um revenues and whatever the case may be so there is a much share. more stronger share. There's a much more stronger incentive that you can't piss off these players, right? Right? Because they, but it wasn't say, a player who did this. It was no, an no, owner, no. right? But I mean, like people are going to stand together with him because let us. One thing we haven't mentioned is that what China is doing in China is fucked up with yeah. the Uyghur oh, Muslim, sure. the Uyghur Muslim, and the other um other yeah. ethnic group of Muslim. It's yeah. just fucking insane. People are disappearing. People are disappearing, and even though they quote-unquote say they have released them from the quote-unquote re-education camps, they are pe- they're putting them under surveillance and jail. And you know what they're using for the surveillance? They are using Apple technology yeah. and all of these tech industry, Google. But on the other side with the ATP, on the ITF, WTA, whichever one it be, they can't say anything. At least the players can't say anything. They wouldn't have any backing because players at the most, the players, reven- players get the revenue revenue of about 12 percent and the big the the management and the officials they're cashing tons of check they're cashing huge checks and they would say whatever the fuck about what china wants to say but at some point we really i mean i'm gonna push this plug to say what i always say we have to end capitalism because this thing is fucking crazy (laughs) 
Well, I mean, I don't know if we're going to end tech capitalism, com- but tech I think companies we have to help, are we have willing to, pull... to sell us out. Tech companies are willing to sell us out and cheaply and easily. I mean, first and foremost, it's not just tech companies. I think you're operating as if this is new. This is this is just the right. No, know. but it's, I mean, but tech but... companies has more and access and information to our lives than other in, in entities. But I, I mean, my sense of it too, for me, in terms of this as a tennis issue or a sports issue, I just think it's really, I find it noteworthy how different sports are held accountable or responsible for the things that happen in the spaces where they perform. Because honestly, we've been playing in China for years as a, you know, as a ten, and so is the NBA, to be honest. But I couldn't really tell a difference this year about on the tennis side, aside from the WTA choosing not to um, have a tournament in Hong Kong, right? That was, I think, the only, that's the only sort of repercussion that we saw. But it's amazing to me that no journalist asked any of the players But any of the journalists actually do any reading? Well, I mean, it's, it's, this is a big story in sports here. And so it's, it's, it's weird to me that like tennis was kind of given a pass. As if they were Why not a part always, of the council. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, I, it was just weird. It was just strange. You know, you wake up and there's like all of this like chatter back and forth about players betraying America and America, <laughs> you know what I mean? And needing to side with America. And I mean, and John Isner's there and, you know, he's, you know, oh, he's got all Jesus. sorts of opinions. And so it just was like, huh, that didn't come up. <laughs> yeah. Not even once. Right. Nobody not thought to ask that once. question. It was like it was happening some no man's land, you know. I mean, like we just zone. well, you know, when when people don't demand that you do better or do good or even do right at your job, also, you get a slide by. And well, also, maybe why are we going to get those four players to play in Saudi Arabia? How is that? There's no critique of those four players, and and actually entering and creating a tournament in Saudi Arabia. That's like that I said, no, I think the problem, no, I think the interesting thing for Saudi Arabia, as it was unlike the other time when it was Rafa and Nole, it was just the check was only going to be between two people. Now, right? this is, now it's an institutional thing. No, it's an institutional it's thing. The check yeah. is going to be spread around. Yeah. All of the people who were upset about the situation, they get in a slice of the pie and part of the access. And they're going to go around and, and, and MBS is going to tell people, oh, show them all of the nice things and whatever's going on here. This is really, it, it is so frustrating because the, entity, the entities that should be informing us and she should be giving us guidance and information on this kind of issue and taking the lead, it's going to, it's, it's, it's fucking us up, it's dicking us around because they're cashing a little apology check. Yeah, I mean, I just would like some consistency. I'd like some consistency around our... I mean, listen, as 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 things evolve and incidences arise internationally and globally, I think tennis and other sports are going to be encountering this and we're going to have to figure out what their lines are. Right. Because I mean, we found it. We found it out in World War Two. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, but these are, this is, this is, I mean, honestly, this is what is at stake from a historical point of view. These are the things that we're talking about. And what is, whatever bullshit he's out here spinning and spreading and saying, you know, I've taken full responsibility, though I didn't know of this matter, you know, um, I have held the people who are responsible. We can't, this man's girlfriend, fiance, cannot bury him. She don't even have a hair. She has yeah, no part of this man's body. And we have seem to forgot that and forget that issue. And well, in I fact, I mean, they're also our allies, though. So, I mean, that that is what it is on a nation, girl. on a nation level. That's what it is. This is where we are. And so, you know, you have that. Uh, uh, 
I, I wish y'all could see our faces. I, I mean, listen, but listen, we live it. It's listen, true, though. You're right. It's a global is world. This is where we are, right? All right, we got to wrap this up. Yeah, but I mean, I just, um, NBO Twitter, it's just weird. NBA Twitter was a fire and tennis Twitter was in China. And it well, also, it might be. Um, <laughs> what is the collective like you? Well, the, the other fact I think that might be at play here is that um, with tennis, there were no Americans sticking around in, you know, in China, in Asia. So oh, we just let Europeans do what they want. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that, you know, that they might not have no, expressed up, that might be the issue. Right. Because NBA is an American saying and how, you know, an American product, et cetera, et cetera. So that might be the I'm giving them a pass. But you know what? Thank God, because nobody wants to hear John Isner's um, take well, I, on any know, To be matter. honest, I was curious. I was curious. He's pretty supportive of this administration. I was. I would have been curious to hear if he thought there was some conflict in him performing in in China, given what's happening. I would have, you know. So I'm not saying that you know he wasn't justified in in doing what he wanted to do. But if we're going to ask these questions of some athletes, then ask them of the others too. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, anything else you all want to hit on before we head out and before Janina make sure that her um, naked husband is fine. <laughs> um, a little bit of news is the fact that you know um, I think there was something I was supposed to remember but I completely forgot um, but Andrine won't be in London this year so yeah. so somebody who's going is going to need to come on and talk to us because um, is... and someone's going to have to send me some Cadbury chocolate because <laughs> I mean okay let me just say right now for now I'm not never mind she'll be there honestly I've been going back and forth because there is a ridiculous <laughs> sale there's a ridiculous sale for tickets and I was like okay maybe I'll just sleep with my at my family's house it is so cheap. And she's like, gonna be. She's gonna be. She's gonna no, be. No, 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 forget no, it. No. Forget it. Susie, your I mean, girl's gonna be I'll there. You, the Deb, your girl's gonna be there. No, Don't no, worry. No. The next tennis outing will be. Um, I'm gonna go to back to Mexico City because you know I love that city. So. Oh, that's what I was supposed to remember. So Federer is supposed to play in Ecuador. It's supposed to play in Quito, oh, but there's a problem because there's currently nationwide strike. Oh in- wow. In Ecuador, because of austerity measures the government has put Dear in place Lord. in the whole country. He probably shouldn't and... be when they're charging people tickets anyway. <laughs> exactly. Actually, um, the cost of living in in Ecuador is fairly cheap in, in American dollars, but for people there, it's far more expensive. So um, I wouldn't mind a sponsor. We, you know, what would be really fun. We should next time plan this. Is traipse around and follow um, Federer as he goes to South America. That could have been real fun. <laughs> but I'm only gonna do. I'm only gonna do Mexico City. <laughs> oh, only Andre can be talking about this kind. Of, put talking. It would have just been fun. I mean, but I didn't, I wouldn't want to be there. Just well, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if I think Ecuador might be canceled because oh, wow. they're literally talking about civil war oh, in Ecuador. Lord. Everywhere in the world, Man, we are all over the place today. Holy so. shit! No, we hit all we hit all the high notes. We hit it all. I know. So that's um, uh, only know, we can do. That's right. I love the sound of the podcast too. I I like it. I want to go listen to it. Send me the link to that podcast about the NBA issue. Will do. I really want to listen to that. That sounds really interesting. It was interesting. It's very interesting. Mm. Because and, we're all old, we're all old enough to to remember things and yep. actually see how it progressed. I know we remember Tiananmen Square, mm-hmm. which is frustrating for me because I, I am old and it is like, <laughs> bitch, whatever. We're older than both of you, so shut your mouth. I know. Shut your mouth. 
I mean, we may look younger. We definitely look younger. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... So what's coming up next? Rita? I was Before just trying to-, to say that I have a piece of paper where I went to school and study historical things. And, you know, like, I didn't think I would have to live through this kind of madness in my lifetime. That's all I was trying to say. No, and I'm then just letting this- you know that according to the people, you're living in interesting times and you're supposed to love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, for sure. You know, what? No. you all better be taking notes because hopefully if we survive this time, when you're 80, we need to be talking about it. I need your only recollection. Only old, only old white men find these would find these things interesting because as of yet, old white men have continued to survive and live in this mess because they fuck shit up and they always fix it to suit themselves. Okay, so. oh. reels on it. All right. Okay. So Damn. I know reels. How do you feel? So um, <laughs> so things are gonna progress really really quickly. I just want to let you all know we're doing a little quick WTA style. That the top eight right now for the chase is oh my gosh Ashley Barty, the um, Carolina Pliskova, which is amazing to me. Um, Osaka is number three. Simona Halep, whatever happened to her? Number four. Oh, is she still around? Yep. Bianca Andreescu is number five. Petra is comfortable now. She's six. Fidelina seven, and number eight as always your fan favorite. Serena Williams, which means <laughs> that Kiki Burton should unpack some shoes in, in number nine. Uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. And that's black girl magic for you because Cook could did Serena solid right there. Because Kiki was the number eight person and Kiki got this, 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 um, any hopes, but Kiki, don't worry. Serena's not going to show up. You're good. Well, I'm hoping, I mean, Belinda Bencic is also resting at number 10. So we'll see how it all flips around here. And they're all pretty close. So I think there's all, you know, suddenly Moscow matters. You know how that goes. <laughs> how, how Moscow's going to matter when usually the tournament starts and the final is still play? Remember, oh, remember man. Well, Svetlana can go win that and probably get in somehow. It's a, been a wild ride, kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Janina's fave had problems, but we'll see how that turns out. The next, but I love the WTA. Up. We're we're up to the last drop. You can get yes. it, okay? Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's so bad that the player misses the photo shoot. <laughs> Remember that? But <laughs> I got in at the last minute, and they're all doing the photo shoot for well, the for the tournament, and she's on a plane. Well, they didn't wake her. They didn't care. You know what? You know what? It's like, if I can't get my face beat as normal, I'm not sure. You know what? Because had Coco, had Sweater showed up, Sweater would have burned all those ladies down. So everybody would have looked so bad. So I know the other ladies were like, exactly. So the other ladies were just like, oh, we're going to have hurry up. Let's go. Let's not get Sweater in this. She's going to dog us. Yeah. We also want to let you all know that Medvedev is now above Federer in the rankings. Ooh. He is swiftly moving up into your solid number three position. Well, so this will be real fun. Um, so uh, this is the chase is on. So, we got Vienna. We got Basel. Let me just Paris. say this. Let me just say this, uh, and we can end on this note about the the youngins and the twenty two year olds and whatever the case may be. We have seen this all before, and we all know come Melbourne, come Paris, come London, <laughs> come New York. It's going to be the same old motherfuckers pushing that wheelchair up in the finals. No, no, this I'm calling it now. Melbourne will be different. Let me tell you something. Nope, I'm telling you. 
I ain't want to hear a thing about no young children if y'all are not snatching a major. If so, somebody's going to snatch it in Australia. We're about, we're about Look, to test it out in Australia. Get into the finals, get in the semis, don't count. It can't be. Medvedev already got to the finals. Someone knew as well. That can't go. Because Rinich got to the finals. (laughs) We will have a new winner, Australia 2020. All right. Book it. Look at Janine. Book it. Booking it. Christina McKay, ladies and gentlemen. Christina McKay. On that note, on that note, we are going to wrap it up. All right. Wrap it up. Motherfucker. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy our podcast. Don't forget to comment below and spread the word around because we had a goddamn Roger Federoff podcast. Which is why and nobody Roger. wanted my Labor Cup hat. So we're gonna I'm just gonna hold it hostage. Yeah. Fuck That's all, available. <laughs> we'll figure something out. <laughs> we'll give it to a Novak fan since you know <laughs> he wasn't invited <laughs> this year. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all right, good night. Is it signed by Federer and, and, and Rafa? No. Oh, they can oh. go ahead and go get it signed. I'm not just that labor. What? Now you're creating work for me? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. All righty, then. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.